Welcome to the Tucker Bass Sports Podcast, sponsored by NorthAmericanDental.com. North American Dental offers membership-based dental plans that feature amazing discounts for dental care services from participating providers nationwide. With just one affordable annual or monthly membership fee, you'll have access to discounted services including dental care, vision, hearing, and prescription plans. Go to NorthAmericanDental.com for more information. All righty, thanks for joining the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to be talking college football playoff with my good buddy here joining me, Derek Crystal. Derek, how are you today? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty fantastic. I noticed you were also on another podcast, uh, one of our good buddies, Bubba Evans, uh, with my own eyes, episode 15. This true? Yeah, it's true. It was, it was a good time being with Bubba. He's a good friend of mine, too. Um, and Bubba's podcast with my own eyes is now up on iTunes. So everybody go subscribe to that fantastic podcast, Bubba talking sports, uh, just spitting pure knowledge. Um, so if, if you're a sports fan, any, any kind of sports fan, baseball, uh, he, I mean, what you guys talked about what on, on your episode? We, uh, we talked about kind of um our opinions on what where we rank like the big sporting events and which one we would prefer to go to so we talked baseball um in the world series we talked about the nba finals college football playoffs and the super bowl and just kind of rated our opinions on which one we we think would be the best in in um attending and where did you rank uh the college football playoffs that we are going to be attending ourselves so I ranked the college football playoff third out of four, um, and and I I absolutely love watching football. I think the reason that I I had originally ranked that was because I'm a big game seven guy, and that was the that was the initial question was um, if it was game seven World Series, game seven NBA Finals, I would take those ones. But it's ironic because now we have the opportunity to go to a college football playoff game, and now I'm I'm stoked on that. So it should be a good time. Um, so before we get into that game, which you and I will be attending, which is the Ohio State versus Clemson game, both you and I, uh, meeting in high school because of one of our loves, the Ohio State University Buckeyes. So we will get deep into that later on in the show, but I want to start out with, um, Alabama, Washington, give me three keys to success for both teams throughout the ball game to get the W? Uh, well, I think for um, Alabama, uh, it's pretty obvious. I think they just need to, to play their game. Um, I think if, if Jonathan Allen can can kind of own up to that, that defensive front, I think he's going to give Washington's offense a really difficult time. Um, that's one thing I noticed when, when watching the Washington-USC game was uh, when, when the pressure was on Jake Brown, he had a, he had a difficult time. Um, getting rid of the ball and, and put them in a lot of pressure. And they a, a powerful offense scored, what, like 13 points. So I think the main one for Alabama, in my opinion, was I think their offense will get it done. Um, I think it's the defense that needs to, to make sure they – I mean, they for a while they had every game they were getting a turnover um, for a touchdown. So I think it's going to be their their defensive front is one, and, and also if they can convert those turnovers into, into points is another. Um and then uh, a third one, I think, 
from there would be uh, Jalen Hurts just getting loose in the pocket. Uh, I think that's what eventually wore down LSU was he was he was able to get away after after being under pressure for the first couple quarters. So those I think are the three keys that will help Alabama win that game. Well, you mentioned USC, uh, who Washington lost to. Um, and if we go back to week one, uh, Alabama beat by how much? I, I don't know if you like, have that score on hand, but I, I, I believe it was 40-something points that they beat USC by in week to one. Three. I think it was 45-3. to three. Um, And let's give USC some credit. Sam Darnold wasn't the quarterback at the time. They looked a lot different. They had a different coach at the time, I believe. Um, but everything, and it was it was, was fifty two to six. My bad. Exactly, and so everything for USC was looking bleak at that moment in time. Look, three weeks, four weeks down the road, when Sam Darnold took over, almost beat a pretty good Utah team. Got to give him some credit. Um, with quite a few turnovers, still almost beat Utah on the road here in in Salt Lake. Um but a completely different team that faced Washington later on in the season. Do you think that USC team would have a shot against Alabama now? Um, I don't. Uh, but to be honest, I don't think many teams would have a shot against them. I think USC is a, a great team now. Um, I think they're going to be tough for Penn State, and I think that the Penn State-USC matchup is a great one. But I think Alabama would, would handle them well, and I am a little worried for Washington. Um, I know Washington has a high-powered offense. They're a good team. But Alabama's just better. And I, I do think that they're better than than USC. And they would still they, – they might not win 52-6, to six, but I think they would still soundly walk away with a victory in that one. So what are the three keys for, for a Washington victory then? Um, because, yeah, as you said, it's, they, they sound pretty undermatched. So yeah, I, I definitely think they are. Um, I think one of the keys for Washington um, is is just creating time. Like it's kind of the and just going against you know the keys for Alabama. I think the O line for Washington needs to create time um, to, to get the ball out. And I think that if if they can do that, then they can open up time for their receivers to get open and get down the field and make the plays that they've been making all year. Um, I do think another key is to get, uh, get establish a running game. Again, I think it's all going to be on the if they can if they can you know overpower the the matchup up front and get get Miles Gaskin some some good yards at the beginning of the game. I think it's going to at least put pressure on Alabama's defense to step up and and you know play play the run a little more honestly. And then Washington can can open up and play their game of of tossing tossing the ball down the field. Um, other than that, my my third one honestly would just be to, to take chances. I think you're not going to beat Alabama by, you know, punting every time on fourth and one. You're going to have to go for it, and I think that they they need to be willing to take those chances and have the right play calls to do that. See, I I kind of was up the the same alley for Washington. I don't know if there's really much they can do. Um, I, I think the committee did a good job in selecting the four in which they did. Um, However, I do think the best four in the country would have been uh, – I mean, you would have slid in another Big Ten team, which would have been Michigan, uh, albeit you would have thrown out Penn State, who was the Big Ten championship uh, winner. So it would have been hard to discount them out of 
the top four as well. But, um, yeah, if, if I was going to put the top four, then it would have been Alabama, Ohio State, um, Clemson, and Michigan would have probably been my top four. But with Washington, I think the only way they can win this football game is if Browning has time in the pocket. Because um, when he has time, he can be probably the most accurate quarterback in the nation. And with that speed that they have on the edges, with, who is it, Pettis and, and multiple other guys out on the edges, they are super dangerous. Um, so my second key is just speed in general, speed, speed, speed. And my third key would be to get first down. So like you mentioned, and on some, sometimes on fourth down, you're going to have to throw everything at Alabama and try to get that first down, whether that's going to be a package with another 300, 400-pound guy in the backfield right before that running back. You know, just solid power eye formation. Um, but I think that's the only way you're going to beat um, Alabama in the first round. Second round going to be much different matchup if you added in our beloved Buckeyes, who I think will handle Clemson in this next mass up, ma- matchup that we will talk about. But let's let's do get into this matchup: Clemson, Ohio State uh, quarterback matchup, probably the best quarterback matchup out of any bowl game that we are going to have uh, this year. So let's. Let's talk JT Barrett, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a good matchup. Um, Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson is one of the best, I think one of the best, obviously one of the best quarterbacks, but I think he's a really accurate thrower, although he did throw quite a few interceptions this year. Um, JT Barrett, uh, I love him, but he's, it, 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 it's interesting for me. I think a lot of what he's done, to get the Buckeyes to where he is now is, has been done with his legs. Uh, you look at the game against Michigan, if, if a defense is playing pretty well on him, I mean, it, it, it puts a lot of pressure on him to get out of the pocket and run, but he does it, he does it well. Um, I think it's going to be, as far as matching up in those, two, in those two quarterbacks, I think if JT Barrett can, can hit a couple throws early on, I think it's going to be tough for Clemson to, to slow him down because then he's a dual threat, but if, if they can keep him to – to doing one thing like Michigan kind of did it kind of makes makes it different difficult there for Ohio State and as far as Cle- um, Clemson's Deshaun Watson goes I think it's going to be Ohio State needs to force those turnovers um, to get into Desha- Deshaun Watson's head um, Deshaun Watson has a tendency to let some balls go and get get intercepted and I think if Ohio State can do that then it might be a difficult day for Deshaun Watson well I agree with you. JT Barrett can get into a rhythm, both throwing and running the football and being in a warm, warmer climate. uh, I mean, it's not going to be like it was in Ohio where it was kind of a chilly, frigid day. It was hard to throw the football and to catch the ball um, in any conditions, whether when it's that cold outside. Um, And you're also not playing against, as good a defense, I, don't, I honestly don't think Clemson is as good defensively as Michigan is. I don't know if I'm off base there. You can no, I agree, yeah, completely. Um, so I think there isn't going to be much Clemson can do to really slow down the offense 
that Ohio State has. When you when you add in Curtis Samuel, and I was trying for the life of me to name other players. I'm thinking, okay, Clemson, just without looking anything up, Tucker, name off, you know, Clemson's top five players. All I could name was Deshaun Watson. And then, <laughs> and then I, I was like, get, I, I, I knew the last guy's name was like Gilman or Galman, I think his name is. I think it was Gilliman after I looked it up. Um, they're running back. So I got two guys. But then, I mean, you can just reel off a name of guys. Um, for the Buckeyes, you got Curtis Samuel, who really could take over at any moment of the game. He finally had his moments in that fourth quarter and in overtime uh, to get us the win against Michigan, which, thank goodness, and it's like Christmas early when you beat the team from up north. You know it, and I know it. It's it's like the best thing in the world. But then you got Mike Weber, who is the first freshman since I can't even remember who who the other guy's name is, but first freshman to go over a thousand yards on the ground. Just a fantastic freshman, and I honestly think he's Zeke Elliott 2.0. Like, they're identical, the way they run the football, the way they change the football when they get to the sideline. Just the, the IQ football-wise is ridiculous that Mike Weber has. And they're, they're really the only team that's going to have a chance to beat Alabama, in my opinion. I do think that's going to be the championship game, Alabama versus our beloved Ohio State Buckeyes. Um I just honestly, when I wrote down the three keys to success for Clemson against Ohio State, it literally says no hope, couldn't think of one, didn't care to, were my three <laughs> keys to success for Clemson. I just, I, I think Deshaun Watson is a fantastic football player. Um, I think he'll have some good moments throughout the ball game, and I think it'll be, you know, pretty close. Um, until about the third quarter when Urban Meyer and his defense usually come to show up in that second half and usually close teams out. For the one time that it didn't happen, was on the road against Penn State, and yes, we know what happened. It was a fluke play and a, and a loss, but it uh, doesn't mean we're not the best team in the Big Ten. Uh, thoughts? Yeah, um... I completely agree. I actually think it's – I think it'll be a tough game for Ohio State. Uh, Clemson's got a great offense. Um, however, I think Ohio State has the edge because if you look at their last second half of the season, other than the two games where they won by 50, 60 points, uh, those games were all within a touchdown. And they were there were some good teams in there. And, and I think Ohio State – Everyone gave them a lot of flack this year for being too young. They didn't have experience, and, and they're right. A lot of them are, are very young. But I think they're also, in looking back at this season, they've gained experience in close games. They've won close yep. games. And, yeah, they lost that Penn State one with the blocked field goal that got yep. taken for a touchdown. But they have won close games. Like, you just look at the way they, they handled against Michigan. I think the whole experience thing, them not being experienced enough, I don't think that can be a valid argument anymore because they played a, a great team in Michigan and they took them yeah. down to, to the end and they, they showed their, their true nature and like who they were in that last, that last 
game of the se- of the regular season. And so I don't think experience is going to be an issue. I actually think it's going to be an advantage for Ohio State. I think they're going to be able yep. to, if it, if it's a close game, I think they're going to be able to, to pull that one out. Yeah, and I, I 100% agree. You look at the schedule difference that they played in the ACC, and I'm not trying to say the ACC is so much more terrible than the Big Ten. Um, but this year it really wasn't that good. Louisville was not to be the best in the ACC to start the season. And look where they ended up. Yeah, I know Lamar Jackson won the Heisman. I honestly don't think he really deserved it. The final four weeks of the year, he didn't really play like he deserved it. I honestly think it probably should have gone to Jalen Hurt at Alabama, who actually finished the season just as strong as he started it. Um, But that's a discussion for a completely different day. Um, However, I also think JT Barrett could have probably been in the conversation for the Heisman, but that's just me throwing my hat into the ring <laughs> because I'm an Ohio State fan. Um, I don't know, man. Just what what are your thoughts for Clemson's hopes and I guess give me your predictions on both games. So for Clemson, I think there's one player that that we are forgetting to mention. I think it's it's Mike Williams. We all know Deshaun Watson, but Mike Williams is he's going to be a tough matchup um, at receiver. And I think, um, although he'd be tough, I, I don't think it's enough. I think you look at Ohio State's got a, one of the leaders in interception. He's, I think he's top 10 um, in the nation, but Malik Hooker. Yeah. He's, he's been the one that, you know, he had the pick six against Michigan as well. But I mean, the Ohio State's defense, they'll, I feel like they're going to get some turnovers. So, I mean, my prediction for the Ohio State Clemson game um, I think it'll be close for a while. Um, I think Clemson can keep it close there. They have a good enough offense that if they get down, they can come back. Um, but I do think Ohio State's going to win that one. Uh, do you want? Are you looking for a score prediction sure, or dude. just a yeah throwing out? Why not? I, I would, I would say a, like a, a twenty-four seventeen. Um, I know Clemson's got a good offense, but I think Ohio State will slow the game down a little bit for them. Um, okay. as, as far as Alabama Washington, I think. Uh, we're going to know early on whether that's going to be a close game or not, but I think Alabama's going to. I think they're they're going to they're not going to kill them, but I don't think they're going to struggle that much with them. And I think it'd be around a like a thirty-one seventeen game for for Alabama. It sounds pretty spot on. I I would have to completely agree. We could drive down to Vegas and uh make a bet on those on our way either on our way back or on our way to that game uh yes indeed everybody listening are yours truly me and Derek crystal are both heading down to arizona to watch the clemson ohio state game a dream of mine to finally witness an ohio state game in person i know you're excited we got a few other yahoos that are coming with us uh, who are pretty excited, and they will be wearing Ohio State gear, gear and probably because I'm going to supply it. If they don't, I will have to kill them. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm stoked. Uh, what are your thoughts on the game? Uh, I think it's going to be great. I'm just looking forward to, to being there. I saw Ohio State last year in the shoe in Ohio and Columbus, but um, I think this is going to be this is going to be. A great experience. Um, I do want to say, I do think that the committee got this one right in the top four. Um, I've had a lot of conversations with people yeah. about Penn State should have been in. 
Um, first of all, I think the committee put Michigan as fifth, hoping that Washington would slip up because I think they think Michigan's a top four team. Yeah. But the fact that Washington didn't, I think they deserve to get in. Yep. Um, I don't think, I don't think, I mean, you disagree, maybe not, but I, I think Washington deserved to be in. No, State I, 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 I agree with, I agree yeah. with how everything left. I, I mean, how everything finished, how every conference finished. I agree with what the committee did. However, the I mean, even the top four, I think the way they ranked things, they are even telling people what they thought the top four really were. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what they had to do, I guess, is what I was getting at. Yeah, and I think uh, the whole the argument that can be made for Penn State, it is a valid argument. They're yeah. conference champions. It's true. But I, I did get into a, a conversation with someone that was saying that what's the point of conference champions if they're not going to get into the playoff? And, and my argument for that is, is pretty simple. It's what was the point of conference champions during the BCS era? And that's to be a conference champion. I think that the purpose of college football playoff is to take the top four teams. Yep. And I think that they've gotten that right. I think Penn State won the conference, and I think, I think that's a great accomplishment. They're going to the Rose Bowl, oh, yeah. and, that's, and that's good for them. Yeah, and the matchups and they I, did I, outside of the college football playoff were fantastic as well. I think we have a lot of games um, that people are going to be pretty happy with the actual competition on the field because some of the football that we've gotten in years past outside of the college football playoff and, and all these other bowl games has been pretty mediocre. Yeah, the last few years. Agreed. I, I'm looking forward to this college football ball season. So it's going to be good. I do think the committee got it right. I think we're going to see some good games. Uh, I'm excited for it. Um, prediction on BYU, Wyoming. Who? Um, I think BYU. I think Tanner Mangum's going to come in, and I think he's going to surprise boy. everyone. Um, I've been calling for I, him all I, season. My only my only concern is if our receivers can catch the ball that he throws to them That's you know true. sometimes it seems like they have timing. some bricks for hands but and the I mean, timing may be I, off I, without being able to yeah, I do, that many reps i do think that byu will get it done um wyoming's a great team and i think as long as byu comes out knowing that and not underestimating them i think byu is a better team and i think they'll win that one um, agreed i think they'll do a good job agreed what about utah and indiana kind of kind of a toss-up i actually think indiana has a good ch- chance to uh to knock off the utes in that in that ball game um do i think that yeah absolutely i'm a gonna be a big hoosier fan that day <laughs> oh yeah you are not a utah fan are you not one bit a cougar no fan way, all the way dude, true I'm... and true see i'm a fan of both mainly because i'm i'm mainly just a fan of ohio state and Anything else outside of that? I hate Michigan. Um, and when you listen to the beginning of this podcast, you'll you'll get a laugh. Um, <laughs> don't you worry; you will you will have a laugh. Um, but uh, Derek, seriously, thank you for joining the podcast today. It's been awesome. Uh, any other time you want to stop by, uh, we can talk sports. We can talk jazz. Um, unfortunately, we probably don't have enough time today. Um, as we already are past our 20-minute uh, mark, but I do want to have you in. We can uh, talk jazz maybe within next week or so. Cool. Thanks, Tucker. Appreciate it. You want to shout out anybody uh, while you have a chance? Uh, shout out to the Cougs and the Buckeyes, and I think that'll do it for now. Okay, buddy. Thank you. Okay, thanks a lot.
Yep. And I ain't even wet cologne. Girls call me MCM, I'm trying to beat you wrong. The jazz up the road, I want to play for Jerry Sloan. Fall too-